want is an opportunity. This is America, ain't it? Who the fuck's stopping you? This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin-wagging. Yeah! The back the final uh, f- final time that we'll have you on for the okay this is the this is the n- name that I learned from another podcast this is the penultimate episode which is yes. the almost final I, I guess pin would be like semi I, I don't even know why it's called pin pin penultimate penultimate episode? yeah it means the one before the end the everything. one before the end yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, <laughs> we are back and to be honest it was a good episode. Um, I think it's yeah. very similar to basically how um, Game of Thrones goes about it, um, but we're back for that. And um, how is everybody doing today? Good, yeah, very good. Well. We got storms going on here, as you know, Colton. <sighs> we're not too far away from each other, um, but you know, not really all that different from how it's been for the past couple of weeks. What with quarantining and such so we'll just uh spend our time indoors <laughs> it that is all that i'm doing is I suppose indoors I go ahead no i was gonna say i think it's worse for me because you guys have said that you guys have got rain in america and i've got gorgeous sunshine here it's about yeah. 20 degrees <laughs> celsius in england so you guys you don't yeah. want to go out because you're going to get wet i want to go out because the sun so. <laughs> right <laughs> no because even if i'm going to get wet i still want to go out <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> At this point, I'll take all of it. <laughs> Anything I can get, that's what I'm going to take. So, um, yeah, so everybody on lockdown, I'm assuming still bathing once mm-hmm. a week, give or take. That, Or am I the only one doing that? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I haven't changed shirts in, I think, three weeks at this point. So I feel so bad. <laughs> um. And I was uh, telling Lazarus this. So Lazarus normally has a mohawk. Um, he's now, as you can see, bicked it. It's the cue ball look, which is looking amazing. Yeah. And all I was our, telling um, the way. Sorry, man. I was going to say all of our all of our gigs got cancelled because this lockdown. So I thought there's no need that oh, right. I don't need to maintain a mohawk for the next three months <laughs> if I'm going to be at home. I'm like, just get it off, make it easier. <laughs> I used to do that every summer. I would bick my head. I would shave it. I love the feeling of having a oh, shaved head. Wonderful, isn't it? Oh. And my wife just bought me some um, scalp stuff like it's scalp moisturizer but you put it on in the shower and that feels really soft so i'm, I'm loving life uh, <laughs> loving bald life <laughs> there was this guy at my old job um oh man i cannot think of his name but he shaved his head and it was like that perfect where like you could see your reflection in it oh, yeah. and every time i shave my head i'd be like bro i'd be like how do you do this and he'd be like man he's like you gotta use cocoa butter you rub it in he wow, was like you massage on. it you let it sit he's like then you shave it and you rub it back in and like he went through this whole process to get i was like nah man i'm not doing all that if i'm oh, shaving my, my head it's because i don't want to do all that <laughs> that sounds i was gonna say that sounds just as much maintenance as just hair yeah <laughs> it seems like <laughs> i was telling uh chris that he's got the like perfect haircut over there i'm like jealous of him so yeah my my wife uh she's among many things she uh has learned to cut hair pretty well it's so amazing <laughs> she, uh, she cut, so you're yeah, sorted for the lockdown boys so we got some pretty sweet sweet styles <laughs> over here <laughs> i just did the five 
that was all I did. I was like, <laughs> I'm like the bully from Toy Story. Like I got that haircut going on. Sid, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so anything going on, anything new for like, uh, we do, we usually do like the cleaning house at the beginning, any new movies, TV shows, anybody's watching anything like that. Yeah. Um, not really. We've, um, as we've said before on a couple episodes now, me and my wife are, you know, burning through the Marvel movies. We finally watched Endgame yesterday. So done with that. We did try, (laughs) we tried so hard to watch Captain Marvel Man, that movie's bad. I never, I never did watch it I've before. Heard that. But we tried watching it. And I was just like, I don't know. <coughs> this is this is bad. My <laughs> wife watched that, and I didn't. Um, and she told me the same thing. She like got done like with it. I saw like the very very end of it, and I was like, so how was it? And she was like, eh. <laughs> yeah. It's just like surrounded by Infinity War and Endgame, and it's just like this is not good enough to be. In this in this area of these movies, like maybe at the beginning when they were starting to, you know, learn characters, we would have gotten to know Captain Marvel and cared. But yeah, yeah. Just threw her in. too many now. Isn't that? Too many <laughs> so. heroes. I think they, yeah, well, and, yeah. That, I didn't even think about that. It's it's a um, an origin story at the end of a series. Like that's yeah. That doesn't make yeah. sense. I never even thought about that. Yeah, which they're they're just trying to bridge the gap for whenever they you know keep extending these this movie franchise. So they needed new characters. Yeah, true. And blah blah blah. So, um, but anyway, yeah. yeah, that's that's about uh, all I got. I'm doing. Uh, me and my wife are doing Breaking Bad. I mean, I've I've already seen it three times. Very cool. But it's um, it's been a good couple of years. So I thought we'd we'd get back on it and do it again. It's just yeah, I love it. I think it's one of the best shows. Pretty. So have you, you guys seen it? You've all seen it. I I have. Um, yeah, Colton's seen it. I've. Um, I I kind of dropped in randomly. My wife went through the whole series, okay. um, and so of course, if it's you know just playing in the living room, I'm either sitting in there or sitting in yeah. my office, which I can hear everything that's going on. So I didn't like fully invest yet, but um, everything I saw and heard was really yeah. really good. So I want to sit it's down great. and watch for, it eventually. For me, that series is. Um... It's it's a hundred percent about the journey, where mm. you start to where you oh, okay. end. the The difference is just staggering. I, I feel like season one, you could almost describe it as black comedy slash satire. It's yeah. funny. It's entertaining. You're. I think there's more smiles on your face than there is sort of plain emotions on your face. Then when you get to the final, well, let's say the final five episodes. I get goosebumps thinking about it now. <laughs> Jaw-dropping stuff. What happens? What happens to certain characters? And where you see how where they started off from to where they go and how they end. Just mind-blowingly great writing, great filming, everything. Yeah, love it. So yeah, that's what... Uh... Oh, and I actually yesterday night I finished Band of Brothers. Have you guys seen that? Oh, oh that, that one's nice. good. Amazing, oh, yeah. that one's good. Again, it's another one I've done years ago, but I haven't done it for a while, so I thought I'd get that um, done with and bloody brilliant, oh. really good. So, yeah. Got the it's Pacific next. It's been years. Next. Oh, man, it's been... Have you ever... Did you watch... Um, there's the other one. What is it? The uh, Pacific. Have you watched that one? Yes. Well, I've, I've got... It's next coming up. Cause, okay, um, I haven't watched Dick that one Wind. Oh, really? You haven't? It's really good, man. It's really good. I'd give it... I'd put it one level lower than Band of Brothers because Band of Brothers was so seminal. It was so special. It was so different. 
the Pacific, instead of following a company, it kind of fo- follows three soldiers. I think they're in different oh. platoons. They might be in the same one, but it's <clears throat> it's a different way of telling the story, but it's still the effect, uh, the feeling and the effect you come out from watching the Pacific is the same as Band of Brothers. You are there saying, holy shit, like, this is what war's about. But it's very different. Yeah. The way the Band of Brothers focuses on, like, 15 guys at once. This is just three guys, but still same effect. Just monumental series. Brilliant. I'm going to have to watch that. I haven't watched... Yeah. Oh, man. I watched Band of Brothers years ago. I haven't watched it in years. Like, really? I remember little pieces of it i do i remember loving it because it's like saving private right i mean it's the same company it's and everything. guys it's yeah exactly. so i mean it's what tom hanks is um like the producer and colin hanks is in it and stuff like that yeah so, and spielberg um, so spielberg and tom hanks are the producers yeah it, I, I remember it being really good could you want two better guys on it like no you got the director and <laughs> yeah, the main right. actor of saving private ryan producing this war series like there's nothing you could want more than that <laughs> oh, so good i do remember that um i just watched i was telling uh friend of the show victor i was telling him about it the other uh yet last night um, I can't remember if I told you, Chris, about it or not, but me and my wife just watched a movie randomly. It's on HBO right now. We randomly watched it last night called Galveston. It is amazing. Oh. It is really? – I'm not even kidding you. It's probably one of the best movies I've watched in the last couple years. Um, it's by the same nice. guy – it was written by the same guy that wrote True Detective – the first season, oh. The, oh, okay, cool. the first season of True Detective, oh. the guy that wrote it. I know Chris hasn't watched True Detective, but I was actually I no, happened I to be yet. messaging Lazarus about it. Uh, I emailed him about it a couple nights ago, and I was like, "Hey, have you seen True Detective? He loves it." Galveston nice. is a phenomenal movie. It's got Ben Foster. He's like the main actor in it. Um, if you know him, he was Archangel in the X Men movies. Um, yeah, oh, if you've okay. watched. If you watch Six Feet Under, he was a character in Six Feet Under. He's in a bunch of random movies, right? So, first off, dude got jacked up. Like, he is massive. <laughs> he used to be skinny. He's, like, super big. I, di- I wouldn't have recognized him, you know. But he plays a hitman from New Orleans that um, – ba- I don't want to go into too much to spoil the movie, but he gets kind of double-crossed, essentially – and he, there's this like hooker. There's like the last person that's surviving at this like assassination attempt on him, um, and they go on the run to get away. It all takes place in like in the 80s, and they basically flee and they end up in Galveston. And so the majority of the movie takes place in Galveston, which no way. I was really upset about this, Chris, because obviously we're next to Galveston. So like right. we go we every May Lazarus every May me and Chris we go to Galveston for uh, my birthday um, we have a group okay. of friends that go down there we get a beach house Galveston is like when we say we're going to the beach we're going to Galveston right um, right if you're on a beach in actual Galveston not Crystal Beach where we go but in actual Galveston Chris okay if you're on the beach mm-hmm. there and you were to take a camera out to the beach and face it towards Galveston would you be able to see sand 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 and then the buildings and that's it. No. And what would you instead see? Um, like, I I don't know, the, the road? That's what I'm saying, the seawall. The, 
Yeah. Yeah. So when they're sh- filming on the beach, all it is is sand, grass, and then you see the road and buildings. You don't see a seawall. And I was, oh, really? yeah. So, oh, that's good. so what they were doing. I was like, this wasn't filmed in Galveston. And then I looked it up. It was yeah, like filmed. It was filmed in Georgia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what the. F- <laughs> It's not even that far away. Like, why not just fucking come to Cali? I was so upset. I know that I know that Georgia has some weird tax things. That's why everything's filmed in Georgia. Like, Walking Dead is filmed in Georgia. Um, there's a bunch of stuff that's filmed in Georgia because of their tax laws or something like that. But huh. that kind of took away from it a little bit. But other than that, amazing movie. I highly recommend yeah, it. It is one of the best things I've watched in a long time. It's awesome. very gritty, realistic. Um it's good. It's really. It's really good. I can't. I can't recommend it enough. And it's only like an hour and a half too. That was the awesome oh, part. Really? Like, it was a really quick watch. Like we watched it while like we were just like making dinner and stuff like that. It was amazing. So, Brilliant. well, to link to that, Chris, that I can't out. recommend True Detective anymore. Season season uh, yeah, one. Check that out. Season I've one tr- of True Detective, I think, is there amongst some of the best television ever, ever. Like. S- the the layout of it you've got two cops who are being interviewed 20 years well it's present but then they're they're being interviewed about, about a case that happened 20 years ago because there's something up with it right and then you're watching the case unfold over the first four episodes of how they discovered it what happened what their initial thoughts were and then you kind of see right now it jump now it jumps to 10 years ago instead of 20 years ago and you see what happened with the case and where they are and it's just monumental just the way they filmed it the storytelling there's a part at the end of one of the episodes where they identify a suspect and it's just done in such a terrifying way that Mm -hmm. again like i said breaking bad i got goosebumps thinking about it (laughs) it's it's terrifying it's scary it's violent it's the best police drama it's come out of america that i've ever seen just stunning tv 10 out of 10 for me honestly just I've been trying for years to get him to watch True Detective. I know. <laughs> I've been trying for years. And I've even like showed him clips. I've showed him like other things. I'm like, bro, you've got to. He's like, I'll get to it. I'll get to I it. Really like, ha- I, I really got have to, to stress, my, Chris. My backlog get on is it as soon ridiculous. as possible, man. <laughs> the, the good brilliant. thing about. I want to say the good thing about True Detective is I don't think the seasons are that long. I could be wrong no, on that. Eight, well, eight episodes. So season one is eight episodes, and I think they're yeah. at, at oh, most okay. they're an hour each. No, that's not bad. That's what I, it, I like. I said, say, it's like I a band of brothers. Right. It's like a limited series. It's it's not going on and on. And season two is different. Season right. one, it's a whole different case, whole new characters. So you only right, right. essentially when I say season one, it's just eight hours. It's not like season two is going to follow on from season one. No, each it's, right. it's a season There's... itself. Yeah. It's like um um American well old old school American horror story. If you've watched any of that, yeah, you know each yeah. season was different. Now all of a sudden, if you've watched American horror story recently, all of a sudden they now are trying to connect the seasons like out of nowhere. It's stupid yeah. as shit. I yeah. I, I I hate it. <laughs> but I'm still watching it, so um, unfortunately, <laughs> but yeah. Um, all right, now that we've wasted 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody has shows to watch because this is the perfect time to watch stuff. We're in quarantine. Yeah, like, right. 
I'm telling everybody, yep. like, just go and watch things. And if and if you're listening to this podcast, and I, I believe it's still going on, HBO right now is letting you watch a bunch of stuff for free. If you oh, get really? the H- oh, nice. yeah, if you get the HBO account right now, um, they're re- they're HBO has always been very cool about stuff like this. They're letting people watch stuff for free. They're like, hey, you know what? Y'all are stuck at home. The same thing they they used to be really cool about, and I think they still are. They were like the um, CEO of HBO. People were like, you know that uh, they're like passing their usernames and passwords on to other people and the CEO was like I don't give a shit he was like are they watching yeah, our yeah, are they watching that. our content then then it's a success it's a success like that's all he cares about mm-hmm. so that's good um, yeah, so nice. yeah he's a very cool dude so but they're Excellent. giving like you're able to watch I can't remember how much stuff right now for free on HBO it's a ton of things so well Amazon Prime they have moved some movies that were showing in cinemas when the lockdown happened they've mm-hmm. moved it and you can buy yes. them and yesterday, or two days ago, me and my wife watched, and we bought the Invisible Man premiere. Oh, cool. How um, is that? Is that good? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a good horror movie. You think it's going to be one thing, and it kind of turns out to be another. Not in a bad way, but it's a good direction. Yeah, you're expecting it to be... Oh, I won't say too much. You're expecting one kind of horror, and it edges towards another way. And it's pretty okay. exciting. Has some. It wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. It has those jumps. It has, you know, the sudden grab of something. You know, in the trailer they show that she throws paint over the invisible right. man, and you see the outline, and that was scary. And it has a few moments like that, but um, it wasn't a constant scare movie. It was more about, okay. yeah, it was more about who the invisible man is and what's happening and why he's there. So it was good. I, I do recommend it. Hmm. Give it, give it a seven out of ten. Solid. Okay. Decent movie, yeah. I'd watch it again, put it that way. <laughs> okay. I kind of yeah. want to watch it. Um, I know that the, I can't think of her name, the, the main actress in it. She's from Mad oh, Men. Oh, um, um, Elizabeth Moss. Um, is it Elizabeth Moss? Elizabeth Ross? It's something like that. It is I Elizabeth. It is, yeah. I can't think yeah. of her name. Um, and I know she's in Handmaid's Tale, which I tried to get into Hand, Handmaid's yes, Tale. I don't like Handmaid's Tale. I've tried to get into it. I... I feel like it's too preachy. Like I'm like, okay, I get what you're going at. I get your message. It just, I don't know. I, it gets really preachy. What was to the me. message? I haven't huh? seen it. Well, I haven't oh, seen it. Tell, it's a very like um, uh, authoritarian. Basically, it's there's a lot of connection with Donald Trump, uh, like basically with Trump and the treatment of women. And I'm like, okay, I get it. He's a piece of shit when it comes to treatment of women. But it's just like constantly in your face on it, and I can only yeah. take so much of it. Where I'm just like, I get it, I get what you're saying. Let's move past it and get into the other stuff. Yeah, I don't like. My wife loves it. My wife watches it all the time. So, right. But um, she was also in uh, Mad Men, which Mad Men, she was amazing in ah, that. So, okay. um, yeah. So, anyways, I I saw and I was kind of curious about that movie, but it's not going to be Kevin Bacon's. What was that movie? <laughs> oh, Hollow Man. man. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I think that's what it was called. Oh, it was so bad. Oh, really? It was an early 2000s Kevin Bacon movie, so that's all you got to know. Okay. <laughs> all right, so uh, we can get into the episode then. Um, this is episode seven, the penultimate um, for this series, and the title is uh, Friendless Child. And the IMBD breakdown is Nucky tries to hold on to his assets in Atlantic City. And Willie and Eli become involved in Nucky's war. Uh, Maranzano meets his fate. Nucky reads a letter from Jillian. And in, 1980, in 1897, 
uh, Maybell and Nucky argue. Okay, so that's a okay breakdown. I yeah, I was telling, I think it was Lazarus while you were doing something, Chris. Um, this to me, I, I I'm actually kind of upset by that little breakdown. That's not all that good because I consider this. And this is just my opinion, and we'll ask you about it later. Was probably, or if you want to answer it right now, you can. Um, was probably one of the best episodes of the season so far. I feel like that the direction that they were going to in this was just so amazing. The way it was filmed, the writing, like just everything about it reminded me a lot of, and I hate to compare it to it, but a lot of um, the untouchables, um, kind of that aspect of it. There was a lot of that, like, like it was actually kind of felt like watching a movie versus watching an episode of a TV show. I don't know if you felt that way or not. Um, um, I I liked the episode. It was just hard for me to get past the content. Like the episode itself is is fine, but and I've stressed this plenty of times enough. I'm just not really captivated by the current storyline with Jillian. I'm just not really. Uh, You've been. It's you, haven't not been, you haven't been me. captivated with the Jillian storyline from episode three when she was I first I know, but in. and that's why <laughs> that's why I feel like that's why I feel like I couldn't really focus on the goodness of of the episode. You know, the because like you said, it, it it did feel like a movie, but because of the because of the content, I just was kind of like, okay, I'm watching this because that's you know we we need to get this story wrapped up somehow anyway. So this is you know this is going to be part of it, obviously. So well, and I feel like you. If if you take okay, and I and I do see what you're coming from because I knowing how the Jillian storyline ends, um, I guess I have a little more sympathy with the storyline in it. But I definitely a hundred percent see where you're coming from because I also at the same time wish that they hadn't added the storyline to the show. I I know what they're right. going to be doing with it next episode, and I know where it's going towards. I just wish they hadn't done it. Um, right. And I, and next episode we'll have that discussion. Um, I just I feel like I don't want to say too much. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to go into too much detail on it. Um, but I I do agree with you on that. That I but I, I like I said I just wish they had cut that that whole storyline out. I wish that Jillian's storyline yeah. had ended last season with her going to jail. That's it. It's done and over with. Yes. And then we'd never have to see her again. <laughs> <laughs> and because what the, what they're going to be doing with it, I feel like they could have done it another way. Um, but like I said, we'll have that okay. discussion then because it's right, it's going to be right. it's going to be coming and yeah, it's going to be coming. So yeah, okay. Cut her storyline out, Chris. How did you like the episode? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was good. It was good. Um, I I did. Like the uh, again, they've been doing a pretty good job of um, getting young versions of these characters, and yeah, they did great, that very it? well again <laughs> with Jillian. It's very, very well played. Um, so I'll give them credit for that <laughs> mm-hmm. in that storyline. Um, so yeah, the acting was on par. Um, you know, like I said, it was kind of like watching a movie, right. which was nice. Um, it. Um, you know, I liked the episode. I did. I. What about you, Lazarus? I'm sorry. I think um, I found the episode. I enjoyed it, but it did feel it, it felt. 
it felt like what it was, and to me, it was a preparation for the final episode. I don't, I didn't. There wasn't too much action, you know. The shootout in the um, in that lady's uh, flat after is it? What's he called? Benny <sighs> Bugsy. Yeah, Bugsy. Benny the Bugsy. Yeah. Well, yeah, he got, he yeah, be, be, he's Benny. Yeah, Benny. Uh, Bugsy. Yeah, Benny. <laughs> so um, yeah. And when he comes out from uh, having sex with that woman, and then there's the shootout there. That's what I like about Boardwalk is every episode seems to have some moments where you're like, oh, okay, let's pay attention. Like, what's going, what's right. going to happen? Right. But it was a very a lot of talking in the episode, which I'm fine with. You know, I'm not I'm not one of those blind TV watchers who just wants to see shootouts. But um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good episode, but essentially it did feel just like a preparation for the next one. Um, but again, I don't have issues with that because, like Colton said, it's I know what's coming and yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping the wrap it, yeah. up is. Uh... A good payoff yes, for, yeah. for what they're building up here. I, I think it is. I think it is. I just like I said. I of course you did. You did warn me to like be disappointed. <laughs> like it's like be ready to be disappointed because, if this is how you feel. Because I, I, the, <laughs> but that was like two episodes ago. So I don't right know, things things have kind of changed. It's okay. And when I say like I said, and I have said this as well throughout it. When I say disappointed, I say disappointed in. And I have my hands. I'm like going like this. I'm such a hand talker. <laughs> um, when I say disappointed, it's also it's disappointed in the context of Boardwalk Empire. Like, and I've said this every right, episode. Right. I will watch a shitty episode of Boardwalk Empire over the best episode of The Walking Dead at, right now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's like. Yeah. The shittiest episode of this show is still a thousand times better than stuff that's currently on TV. And it's, and, and, right. and I'm not trying to say Boardwalk Empire is the greatest show ever. I don't think it's the greatest show ever. I think it is up there as a great show. But I will still watch a shitty episode of this series over anything that's out there. And that's what I mean when I say being disappointed. It's disappointed in the fact that this is where this amazing show of 50 episodes ago is at now. You know, it's yeah. it, it's it's that, it's disappointing by Boardwalk Empire standards. Exactly, it right. set standards <laughs> so high for me in seasons two and three, and it's been a slow yeah. decline. Yeah. But again, when I say slow decline, I'm talking. I gave season three. I'd call it a ten out of ten season for me, and I'm talking mm-hmm. season five. Call it an eight. Season four. Call it a nine. Eight point five. You know. So uh, again, right. bad. Not bad. Disappointing by Boardwalk Empire standards but still a great right. show i think which i mean i know that you're seeing that like i know that you're still watching you're you're seeing like how good it is but it is right it's also at the same time it's kind of this is why we like having this podcast because like hearing you even complain about it i'm like god i was saying the exact same thing as i was on my couch <laughs> watching this like seven years ago it's like oh i was like really this is where they're fucking going with this <laughs> like, yeah 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 i think um, i mean me and chris were discussing um the it the parallels it draws between Game of Thrones and this, mm-hmm. yes, to the point that actually, I mean, with shows that I love, so Breaking Bad, Sopranos, Boardwalk, I love them that much, and I've watched them that much that I do the IMDb ratings. I rate the episode myself after I've watched it, and I gave the first four episodes of this season an eight or a nine and then the last four episodes a nine or a ten just as in how much i liked it mm-hmm. in terms of how well it wrapped the story up how well it it right. do you know what i mean not not compared to the other seasons but as a season itself and i found the first four episodes weren't up there 
with the last four of this season, and it feels mm-hmm. so much like the final ep- the final season of Game of Thrones. The first three episodes. Right. Was there six episodes of in the final season of Game of Thrones? Was it seven? It was six, I think. It because the, six, last epi- the last episode, the last episode was like seven. nineteen hours long. That's the, yeah, that's the but I yeah. felt it was so much the same. The first half of the last season of Game of Thrones was one storyline, and then the second half of the last season of Game of Thrones was completely different, and it feels like yeah, it's right. the boardwalk. The first half of this season was all about Cuba and new directions and this and that, and then the last right. half, they've just said, well, fuck it, let's just go back to Atlantic City. It felt like all that right. time in the first four episodes of this final season of Boardwalk was not lost, because I know it set up a few of the storylines involving Lucky and Meyer and Nucky, but it, yeah, it just felt like it kind of went back on itself. They're like, okay, well, we've, we've done something yeah. different. We've put it in Cuba, but now let's take it back to where it started, which I right. wouldn't have had a problem which with. Which is unfortunate, if they'd have they, stretched they spend the so much time. Yeah, man, that's, exactly, that's just what I was saying. Yeah. If they'd have just spread out the season, did a normal 12-episode season... Could have done six on Cuba and then slowly work your way back into Atlantic, but it was just four and four, and it just over too quickly. Right. Well, not only that, it's okay. And this is oh god, this is Boardwalk Empire, a, a bootlegging a bitching podcast. Um, <laughs> not even Disclaimer: epi- We all love Boardwalk, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> we do, we do. But not even three episodes ago is when um, Sweaty Wheats. Gets killed, okay. Right. So we haven't heard of her. She's never been brought up again. So you had this character nope. that at the beginning of this season they're working up again. Kill her. It's never brought up again. He's right. with Margaret again. Everything's all fine and dandy. He was in Cuba, you know what? For like three episodes or something like that. We haven't been back to Cuba. So you've built this right. whole thing yeah. up in Cuba and stuff like that. It's never brought up again. Yeah. Um, and then Agent Michael Shannon. One of our favorite characters killed last episode. Right. Is he ever mentioned again? We even get to see his partner come back, Eli, with this episode. Not once is he bringing up, oh, yeah, my, my partner also died. Like, the closest right. we get to that is, oh, did you talk to your mom? Uh, yeah, some stuff happened. Some stuff happened? Like, that's basically <laughs> what you're saying. Like, that's my issue with it is you, you, you they're wrapping up these weird little storylines that – they've put into the show and then they're just cutting them off and forgetting about it. Yeah. Because it's an unfortunate waste of the time because they could have been focusing on all the other characters that we cared about yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. That's my, my, my biggest complaint on it is that that because the storyline that we're and we can even get into it. My favorite storyline in this whole episode is the lucky and nucky and that whole storyline because yeah, we've finally few, seen right. where this is coming from. It's this big, you know, it, like, you know, grand ending to what we've come to. Um, and they could have been doing this, I feel like, the entire yes. s- season. But they've just kind of, like, sprinkled it here and there. And then all of a sudden, here it is, thrown it onto yeah. us. And it's in yeah. – don't, don't get me wrong. I really like what happens. But, it, yeah, that's my biggest complaint on it. So – um, with that, I, with that being said, we can go ahead and get into it. I mean, there's really only two storylines that I actually feel that we even need to talk about, and that's going to be um, the Lucky Nucky that big long storyline because that's basically the entire episode, and then right. that also encompasses Eli, um, right. and then the 
past because I don't know of another storyline yes. that goes on because everybody else is dead now. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I want to just, I guess I want to go ahead and talk about past Nucky, get that done and over with because it involves Jillian and I can only keep Chris talking about Jillian for so long. So <laughs> we can, we can go to that first and then we'll end for a break and then we'll go into the, uh, the present day Nucky, uh, 1920s Nucky, 30, 30s, ooh, 1930s, 30s. Nucky. <laughs> yep. And we'll, uh, do the second half, we'll talk about that whole storyline because it's a really long one. Um, all right. <clears throat> so, the main thing with the past Nucky that we're getting out of it that I'm finding is one, the actor, as Chris has said, is even better. I feel like every episode he goes by, I honestly think that they just CGI'd um, Steve Buscemi to make him look younger. Because, like the Irishman did that. Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> um, and, I wonder if he was just like hanging out with him. Like all day, the entire time, just to like pick up his mannerisms. He's so, so good. I'm just gonna sit here and stare at you for he a is, while. He is. He's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, he does a very good job. Um. So other than that, the main thing we're getting when we're seeing um Nucky and Maybell's relationship. Now, right. we've been told about Maybell randomly of what happened, so we do know that she does die so i'm spoiler Mm -hmm. alert next episode i don't know if she dies or not honestly i can't remember but we know that there's something that's going on okay so but we get to see their like relationship and it wasn't as amazing i guess as we were led to believe that obviously there's some issues but we're also seeing it because nucky at the beginning of the season versus nucky now in the past nucky you're seeing the development into 1930s nucky Right. Um, now, the Jillian is living with Nucky. Which now, were you ever kind of getting that this had happened from ep- season one, Chris? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of figured that's what was going on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and then yeah, they you know say that she's going to be staying with us, and um, so yeah. Now that I, I figured that's what was happening. Okay. Um, and the other kind of big thing that we're, that we get out of this is Nucky is now the sheriff. Um, he was the deputy, but now he's the sheriff because the sheriff couldn't complete the uh, the task that was at hand for, uh, the Commodore. Um, Lindsay, the previous sheriff. Huh? Was that what he was called? Lindsay, the previous sheriff? I think it was Lindsay. Yeah, yes, the guy who, yeah, right, yeah, the guy who's discussing with him and says, "We need you to come to the Commodore's house." He was the previous sheriff, wasn't he? Y- yes, right. Yeah, I remember that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, because, and I really like what he even says is that he was, was he says like I was working in a hotel, and the Commodore found me. He brought me up, which is basically Nucky's story, right? You know, he yeah. was right. a nobody, and he's got brought up, and now he's taking over as sheriff. Um, and we get to see what the task, well, we're at, we don't exactly get to see what the task was that he needs to do, but we have a fairly good idea about what it is. That part of the storyline, I really don't like because, and I've, I've mentioned this before. I don't like that they are turning the Commodore and I'm not, I feel like I'm defending a pedophile. I don't want to defend a pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't like that they've made him into this person because this is not, Season one, season two, the Commodore wasn't some f- 
disgusting old man that was out there like, oh, I need these kids because a pedophile is a pedophile for life. Like they're not changing. And I feel like that's what they're making him into. And I I don't know. I just it it, I don't know. It irks me. Just. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how y'all feel on it. It didn't seem it didn't seem necessary. I think what I came no. away when I when I first watched this and I was seeing the younger Nucky story happen, I was hoping for more of. I wanted to see him as uh, starting as the sheriff and seeing what he, how he impacted the town, uh, the city right. of Atlantic City. I wanted to see why he felt able to call Atlantic City his own, and I wanted to see what changes he made when he was sheriff. I wanted to see right. any. Uh, any issues he had to deal with whilst he was sheriff, I didn't see the relevance completely of watching of us watching Nucky being told what to do for eight episodes, and then just like you said, forcing on us this agenda of okay, the Commodore is a pedophile, and again, there's nothing to defend in that sense, but I just don't see the necessity of doing it in this season. Maybe one yeah, the Commodore right. was the Commodore had a bit of a storyline, didn't he, in season two or season three? when Jillian and Jimmy, they were having... When Jimmy was yes. the central right. main character, the Commodore had a few parts, didn't he? A few lines. Right. He was in the story. I think if you were going to do it, maybe the maybe Jillian could have had a couple of flashbacks each episode around then, so that, she, so that we saw her story then, as we're now seeing why she's with the Commodore now, why she's had Jimmy. Give us a little two-minute flashback every couple of episodes. I just didn't see... The, the necessity and the need for it to happen in this season and you're yeah. turning Nucky's young story into the Commodores and yeah, didn't see the need right. for it. Well, and I kind of feel like they're, they're making it where that's the Commodore's goal is I want to be this powerful just so I can get these kids. And if that yeah. was the situation, if that's what they wanted to originally go with, awesome, go with that storyline. But then in season one and two, you should have also had it like, peppered throughout right him trying to still get kids as an old man instead he's focused on jillian like that is his like like thing is all about jillian and and if if they had had it then this season where he saw her like you know at like as a as a little thief even like you never made him a pedophile or anything like that and then all of a sudden he sees her as 12 years old and he's just obsessed with her and then I guess he would be a pedophile, but have him doing that. I would have been okay with it, but instead you're making it where it's like the only reason he's wanting to be rich and powerful is so he can snatch up kids. And that's a, that's about it. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just all of a sudden thrown on us that that's what he was doing when it's never been hinted at for four whole seasons that that is what he was doing. It was always kind right. of like, a, oh, Jillian was the only kind of thing that he was going for or that he had been with. Um, right. I That's my main complaint of it. Um, that's And, yeah, we kind of discussed that previously. Um, that this kind of and, and for me, this this whole situation kind of cheapens the relationship between Nucky and Jillian as well, because when we first started out in, in season one. We learned that, like you said, the Commodore was just saw her in a crowd, got fixated on her, and Nucky's the one that brought her to him at his request. Mm-hmm. So I can see 
Nucky's moral dilemma there because it's directly related between those two people. Nucky feels horrible because he delivered this girl to the Commodore. And that's, that makes that much stronger. Now, Nucky's just been delivering kids to him for how I, I don't know how long. You know, we don't really know. We don't. They've added that part into it. As The only thing we know for certain is Jillian's not the first because it was whoever right. this um, little brunette-headed girl is. Right. Well, I guess he didn't deliver, but he paid off or whatever, the mom or right. something and like so, that. And so that's why I feel like the action is cheapened now because you've just you've been doing that already why is jillian so much different to you in this situation yeah like it, it's <clears throat> you don't feel terrible specifically about jillian you could have you could have made that storyline out of any yeah, of the kids I see your that point. you delivered yeah uh, and on top of that it kind of i kind of think why do we need to why do we need to tarnish nucky's name even more again right, we're not, this right. isn't directly nucky's fault nucky is doing what he's ordered and i think somewhere in the first few listen had i had um had i had more time and more notice not your guys fault at all but i would have watched the whole season in preparation for this um right, right. but i think at the start of this season the in the flashbacks nucky has several important lines doesn't he or where the previous sheriff says to nucky something like I, i'm gonna quote it completely wrong but it's something along the lines of you know if you want to make it in this town you're going to have to do what you're told. Something along yeah, those right. lines. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of get that this is the position Nucky's been put in and he's had to do this in order for him to keep his job, to keep the Commodore happy. But it doesn't bode well for his character. And we've already seen no, him right. at the end of this episode. I know we're going to get into it later, but we see him on his knees. He has been reduced. Think right. about the man we saw at the start of season one and think about the man we are seeing now. I don't think you needed to add the fact that he supplied little girls for the Commodore into it. Yeah. No. Nucky Nucky can be criticised for so many things. The murders, his treatment of Margaret, this, that, the other. I just didn't feel we needed to add that to it. Right. Right. No, and that's that's my biggest complaint on it is and and like i said i don't want to just just complain like i don't because the the storyline between him and margaret i'm liking or not margaret i'm sorry maybell i'm liking that development because we're seeing mm. this young kid who was in love with this girl that he met on the beach when he was even younger you know like this fun relationship everything's you know fairly good to now th- Obviously, she's seeing him decline. She's seeing mm-hmm. this new character within him that she doesn't like. I love seeing that. That storyline right there, that development is the best part of the past Nucky. Like, watching that yeah. little bit. And that does the job of showing us how right. Nucky got to where he did in season one. Exactly. But again, just to go back to it, we didn't need to see all the rest of the stuff. Right. Yeah, that, the yeah, rest your, of your it, Your point's good, Colton. That, yeah. That he, yeah. That's the key thing about these past flashbacks is that his relationship with Mabel, because we hear so much about her, not so much, but she's mentioned right. a few times between, well, throughout the whole series, isn't she? Mm-hmm. And yes. you kind of feel mm-hmm. that Nucky would have done what was right by her for his whole life had she not died. And so seeing right. this dilemma in him, well, my job or my wife, that's the key thing for me of these flashbacks. And right. I didn't think we got enough of it. No. And I wish we had. Like, that's my yeah. biggest thing is I wish they had focused more on that. And 
that's all I can that's all I can because I'm just going to keep it going in a in a loop of bitching so <laughs> <laughs> uh, now um where is it that you see past Nucky's storyline because I, I I don't foresee this being the last that we're going to see past Nucky so no. um next episode is the end right so right. where do you see the storyline going with past Nucky Chris um I mean, obviously, he's going to deliver Jillian to the Commodore. What? Uh, in the next no episode. Way. That has to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert. Hold on. So uh, that'll happen. Um, I'm guessing his wife is going to either get sick or or die. You know, I like to your point, uh, Lazarus, I feel like that is a key moment like his wife passing away she was kind of his morality she's gone so now he's just this is this is where nucky nucky thompson's born of enoch thompson i'm sorry i Um, I just remembered sorry to interrupt because i just remembered in the start of season five we see him as a kid don't we and we see his mum's death Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah yeah i completely agree with you chris i think the fact that we just are seeing all the traumatic events in nucky's life some aspects of the flashbacks were brilliant. Sorry, man, carry on. I just, I just remember no, 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 seeing no. his parents. But yeah, you're right. I mean, each each one of these deaths has been like a switch for him. Yeah. It's, it's a change, in, a major change in his life. He starts working for the Commodore, um, you know, and then here his wife dies. He starts going off on his own and, um, you know, doing anything the Commodore wants. He, he doesn't have that, that moral compass anymore. Yeah. Yeah until he starts thinking about these flashbacks and that's when he starts kind of I'm, I'm assuming there's a redemption story somewhere in the uh, last episode um, where he at least understands that he lost his morality and maybe wants to fix something I don't know okay oh, I, I kind of feel like they even do that with this episode but we'll, we'll get into we'll get into that uh, mm-hmm. here in the next half then um, so I, that's all I have on the past Nucky storyline. Did either of y'all have anything else on it? Um, um, not that I can think of. I had the thought. It was, it was yeah. Um, no, sorry, Chris. No, no, no. I was gonna say it was. It was. You know, again, it was one of those. Uh, one of those stories where there there was a lot of it, but you know, there wasn't a ton of uh, really important information coming out just yet. Uh, like you said, this is this does feel like a build up for what happens next episode for sure yeah um and i was just gonna say about i just i'll tell you what it's more of a comp it's more of a uh, compliment on the acting to be honest but i mm-hmm. felt well, actually the scripting as well is the part towards the end of the episode where young jillian is there and there's a line she says, and I thought it was just so fitting to her, to the Jillian we'd known from seasons one through to four. Um, she says something to Nucky. I think it's when uh, Mabel puts her in the dress, and then Nucky's there, and Nucky says something, and Jillian, young Jillian says to him, now that's not very gentlemanly of you. And she delivered oh, the yeah. line so perfectly, and I thought, yeah. wow, that, that yeah. really is, that's captured old Jillian perfectly yeah. yeah so what i was gonna th- what i was thinking about that part is that i think it was really important to put in a line like that which really reflected the jillian of series one through to four because mm-hmm. to me 
I want to. I'm trying to. I'm thinking about a lot, and I'm trying to find the best way to say it to you guys. To me, everything she's been through, and everything. So, but everything she's been through between being young Jillian and the start of season one, I think it's mm-hmm. fascinating from a character viewpoint that she is essentially still her younger self. So yeah. we're seeing her before uh, yeah. the grooming, before her time with the Commodore, and we see her again in season one, yeah? Yeah, right. We've seen her before the Commodore, and she's the same girl as what we're seeing in seasons one to four. And I think yeah. that's essentially, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that as a character, I think she is a hugely strong character in terms of her will, her determination, her her passion yes. for her family. And that one little line of her saying to Nucky, that wasn't very gentlemanly, it, 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 it almost made me... It made me feel utterly sorry for her because that is who she was before the Commodore had her way, had his way with her. And there are still parts of her like that in season two when she's talking to Jimmy when we get the flashback more flashbacks <laughs> mm-hmm. when we right. get the flashbacks of her and Jimmy in Jimmy's college yeah. that's how she was and yeah what I'm trying to say is that it was it's great writing and great character writing the fact that we are seeing these little glimpses of who Gillian really is despite everything she's been through and I just yeah. thought it was fantastically right. acted fantastically script uh, scripted one line made a huge difference to me of that episode. Yeah, no, I can, and I agree on that fully. Like, um, the 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 having her do those little lines, fantastic. And and that's, I mean, that's a common thing with people that are unfortunately when things happen to them when they're younger. A lot of people they stop developing mentally as they get right. older and Jillian definitely is showing that. And I, I like that writing that's in that. I think that that's amazing. I just, I don't, I just wish it was done a little bit differently. That's just my only complaint on it. Yeah. Um, and how it, and, and to, to also give credit how I would have done it differently. I don't have an answer for it. So <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be the guy that's complaining about something, but I couldn't do better. So <laughs> it is what it is on that, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. So with that being said, we're going to take a, a little break um, and we're going to do on the break. We're not going to learn anything, but I'm going to do a little montage of the greatest lines of a character that died this um, episode. So my personal favorite spoiler alert, whenever Mickey Doyle dies, um, <laughs> we're going to do a little montage of some of his greatest lines. And when we nice. come back, we'll do a little bit of chin wagging. All right. Amazing. Fellas, meet the missus. She ain't much on personality, but she don't talk back none neither. (laughs) In the arms of the angel, fly away from here, from this dark. And that's just for starters. So long, sucker. See you in the funny papers. It's candy from a baby, I tell you. I 
Just landed in the icebox. New York life don't offer protection that good. From the tiny acorn grows the mighty elk. If you had a brain, you'd be dangerous. <laughs> the keys to the jail <laughs> that's where i read it <laughs> there he is <laughs> let me bow before the king <laughs> so snucky <laughs> oh you flower field with that frenchie checking up on your investment yeah try not to lose this batch <laughs> my old pal munya <laughs> <laughs> And we are back from the break. So hopefully um, we all had a moment of silence and a little bit of remembering of our mm-hmm. wonderful friend, Mickey <laughs> friend. Mickey Doyle, the man of, a th- of, I would say a thousand words, but it's basically one word. And the one word is just. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> God, I missed that bastard already. (laughs) All right, so we are back, and with the second half, we're just going to talk about the main story of the episode, which is going to be the whole uh, Lucky and Nucky storyline, which is also involving Eli. Um, Yes. And so this is where I really like, when I was talking about like a movie, that's what this storyline is. To me, at least, and the way it's filmed, everything about it, because from the beginning of the episode is um, Nucky having a meeting with um, um, Salvatore and just already he's pissed off. Right. And he's like he's carrying a gun, which we don't normally see Nucky carrying a gun. Right. Um, He's on edge. People are dying. Um, it's the episode, I believe it does the episode start with all the news reels about yes. people getting killed. Is it that how it yes. starts? Okay. And one of the, in the news announcers saying we are at war, not with another country, but mm-hmm. within ourselves. Like he's saying we're at yeah. war with these criminals. Yeah. Can I just was ask? That a news I didn't watch or was that a stuff fi- before it's uh-huh. Nucky's gang versus Lucky's gang, right? That's what the killings are. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now, was that a news reporter or was that, um, a, Supposed to be, um, I think you're a right. Politi- like, uh, yeah, yeah. One of the one I, of the I, government I, people, wasn't it? Addressing the nation. I should I have looked it. Yeah, looked it. Uh, yeah, it does I, say I, his I, name. No, I don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> God dang it! I'm gonna like. What, I'm gonna try to look that up while we're talking. Um, but it does go in. It's the news report. With this is what is everything's famous for with the mobsters and stuff like that. Which, as we've come to find out in America years later, when they talk about bo- like the. The prohibition period, you know, all these people dying and stuff like that. They always talk about it like it was everyday citizens dying. Everyday citizens weren't dying. It was all just mobsters that were dying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they, it's just funny to me that they've like were like spinning it like, oh, we have to make prohibition legal again or uh, illegal and alcohol legal because all these people are dying because of the war on. And this is what also, also obviously led into the war on drugs. Um, right is because it's all these innocent people are dying. It's like, well, no, no innocent people are really dying from the drug wars. It's all the drug dealers and the drug importers and yeah. the drug cutter. I mean, uh, is there some innocent people killed in the crossfire? Yeah, there is. And should the war on drugs be abolished? Absolutely. But I just think it's funny the way politicians spin it. 
And right. And I think they do a really good job of showing that in this episode because it's all everybody that's scared. It's all the mobsters like they're like freaking out when somebody walks in like uh, right. Lucky's like getting his hair cut and he like freaks out and like looks really quick yeah. and stuff like that. Just yeah. Lansky walks in and he like freaks out. <laughs> I know of all people who's going to freak out when Lansky walks in. He's the, <laughs> he's the smallest man to ever exist. <laughs> um. Let me see here. I'm trying to look up who that was. I'm like just really curious. I, I cannot like, find it. Thomas, maybe um, the name. I can't remember what it was. Full cast. See, and I go on IEBD and it even lists full cast Michael Shannon. No, he was not in this episode. Y'all are liars. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to look. I'll try to look it up later. Um, so we get the little montage coming in. And we see where it's at. Everybody's on edge because the war between um, Atlantic City and that's uh, Lansky is Chicago, right? Lansky and Lucky. No. Uh, or they New York. Sorry, guys. I just I've oh, okay. the episode. It's the guy was Robert Hodge, and it's the United United that's States right. Attorney for the Southern District. I was gonna say Hodge okay. sounds familiar. Robert Hodge, United read- States Attorney for the Southern District. Okay, because I was gonna say I want to say that that's a famous speech. Like I remember in history classes, like hearing that speech or something like that. It was probably a part of the Dare program when they were indoctrinating yeah, me right. that <laughs> marijuana was gonna cause me to murder my family or something like that. So, uh, <laughs> um, so where am I at on this? Okay, now we see that that Nucky and. Uh, Salvatore, they're working because their gang is together. Um, that people are dying left and right, and they're wanting to get a, a truce, I guess, between Lansky or no, not Lansky with Lucky. It's either a truce or they want to kill him. Like they're, it's kind of like right. they're they, they, they're up in the that point. And I think he even says something really funny at one point. So it was like it's like playing chess, and Nucky responds, "No one was fucking killing me when I play chess." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which okay, I don't know why. Nucky is so paranoid. Like this is the first time he's had a hit put out on him. He's like almost yeah, died right? every season, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah, you've always had somebody coming after you, man. That's I wonder. I yeah, no, I agree. But I wonder if it, I wonder if this is the first time that Nucky feels touchable. Because you remember, is it season? No, season three, where he's running away from Jip Rosetti, but then eventually he mm-hmm. spins it. He gets Rothstein back on his side. He gets um, right. Oh, what's he called? Joe. Joe, 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 Joe Masseria. He gets um, Joe oh, Masseria yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. through Rothstein. He gets Joe Masseria back on his side. And then eventually, because of all his connections, he's able to oust Rosetti. Whereas now I feel right. like he feels he's at his most vulnerable. He has no one else to turn to. Rothstein's dead. You know, um, Torio's right. still alive, isn't he? He's, guy, he's giving uh, Luciano and Lansky advice. Right. But I think right. Nucky, you know, we're 10 years on from seasons one to four aren't we so yeah nucky has right. all of his all of his allies are dead essentially aren't they he's he's not he's not as powerful as he once was and i feel like he thinks right. he's actually touchable for the first time well i think his only ally quote unquote is going to be capone and it's that's not even a good ally right now because he's dealing with his own shit yeah so right, right. <clears throat> Which this was also the downfall of Capone during this, because at that time, Capone was like the hero in Chicago. Like everybody loved him 
until this point when the, all the massacres started happening and then the, the famous Valentine's Day massacre is right. what turned the tides on Capone with the public because then all of a sudden the public was like, oh, wait, this guy's not like this person that just hands out turkeys for Thanksgiving to the yeah. poor. He's, he's straight up gangster. He's straight up gangster <laughs> murdering people, you know, like yeah. that, that was what turned everything over to, on his end. And so I think that's why Nucky even knows that he doesn't have Capone even to help out. So, right. And we've, kind of seen nucky um throughout this season um growing tired of this lifestyle anyway so yeah i think um you know he's also got that happening where he's he wants to get out before he does get killed for all of this stuff like he doesn't want to be doing this anymore so and he says that um i think that's also yeah yeah, and I think he mentions that also, doesn't he, does. he in this episode? Always. Um, mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. I think he's when he's talking to, I can't remember the guy's, the, the kid's name, but the guy that Mickey Doyle hired. The little, yeah, yeah, the, what's he the, called, the, the bellboy, the whatever they call him. That's right. Um, he says yeah, that, he says, like, get Tyler, out. Taylor, sorry. sorry, he yeah. does say that, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he says, he tells get out get before out. Yeah. we affect yeah. each other, or before he says, before I can have an effect on you or something. Because yeah, I think right, he just knows right. that he's now toxic to be around. You just can't be around Nucky yeah. anymore. Like, well, it's like he takes the gun from him because he's just like, no, like you're not, you're not doing this. Like he doesn't want him at all. Right? I, right. Yeah. Because I mean, look at the, everybody he's been around that has been involved in his group has been killed essentially. I mean, right. we've seen it over the entire series. I mean, you have um, Jimmy, you have um, Eddie, you have. Um, Oh God! Um, uh, I can I, there's a I cannot think of the name off the top of my head. It's Sally Wheats though. Um, mm-hmm. every, everybody's dying, right? The only person that's not dead is Eli, and Eli's halfway dead a bit, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I actually, uh, Colton, um, do you remember I did the episode? I think I did series four, episode four with you, maybe. But that was the episode before one of my favorite episodes of the whole series and that's the episode Elkronig the one where Eddie dies and kills himself yeah I know we're way past that but I just thought I'd mention that I love that episode I just think it's so sorrowful and emotional and that's Mm -hmm. one of the it does link to this a bit actually because that's another episode where you realize that now well again being around Nucky is not a good thing because even yeah, the police right. getting to getting to Eddie, you know, torturing him and then making him or trying to make him talk. Um, yeah, another episode where it shows you that being around Nucky is not a sure, safe thing anymore. No. And it's shown again in this uh, episode, it, it doesn't... Well, and then that's what leads into with um, Eli is going to see his son... Um, Oh my god, what is this what is his son's name? Willie. Willie. Um going to see Willie and Willie ends up getting kidnapped by Right. Um Pink. Lucky's Pink. gang because Lucky because of because of, of Nucky. Because of Nucky, yeah, because Lucky's trying to get to Nucky somehow. Because Nucky uh, well that's because they have they have uh Benny, uh Bugsy. Right. Right. They had the uh we mentioned it earlier, they uh Bugsy has a shootout in uh this just apartment yeah. <laughs> that he's yeah that he frequents apparently um and uh yeah that's where they kind of bag him and now they're his you know he's the hostage to nucky's party now i think honestly i think my favorite part of this whole episode is actually bugsy 
just like the random like stuff that he says it's yeah, like what, is, yeah it's, he's nuts but it's just the actor that plays him everything just kills me it's just so funny like whenever yeah, he he's is. like talking with the guy in the stairwell which you already know that that's the dude's the, yeah, the girl's husband. The husband but it's yeah. just like sitting he's like oh he was like your wife he was like that's charlotte right and he's like tatiana he's like oh my aunt's name that's it. like it's just <laughs> the dude's so funny he i is, yeah, die every time he's talking dude asks him for an autograph <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, and then whenever they he's like shot in the oh god and when he's shot in the leg and the guy like hits it with that lead thing ah like, yeah. god i can't even yeah. imagine that um but then when he's talking to lucky he says something like yeah we're going to the pony show i'm gonna get cotton candy and everything yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the dude doesn't care like that's what i and that's what i think is funny is like he's like a real gay so he doesn't care if he dies he's just like i'm gonna be right. in this for the long run or the short run i guess yeah um but because they have him though as that's why they have uh willie they went and kidnapped willie yeah and so then Eli obviously comes back. We get to see that um, he he's back. Nucky obviously isn't happy to see him because of everything that's gone down on that end. Um, can, but sorry, he guys, wants can to do anything in his. Me, can you remind me I'm sorry. Eli's story? I know he he was also gotten by the police, wasn't he? He the police got him, and they used Willie as leverage to get Eli to talk. Is that right? Right. And when was he that? Was that involved, was the early part of this season? That was, at the, that was at the beginning, the end of season four, four. Yeah. Is when he turns on Nucky for like the fifth time. Right. <laughs> and right. Um, he basically yeah. tells him that you have, it's, if he, I think it's, if he shows up in Atlantic City again, he'll kill him. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he talked with the police. And so he goes to Chicago to work with uh, Capone, and that's how him and yeah, I remember now, um, yeah. Agent Michael Agent Shannon, Michael Shannon. Um, team up. Yes, and yeah, then right. they're there for like ten years doing that because of the time frame. Yeah. So All good, thank you. Um, so but he comes back, and then that's when they, we have the big meeting of both of them in. Um, I guess it's Atlantic City. I don't know exactly where it's at. It's outside somewhere, right? And I think that's where we finally get to see that Nucky obviously is a hundred percent done when he's willing mm-hmm. to give everything to Lucky. To Lucky, like he doesn't care as long as like he's not going to kill Willie, he doesn't care about it because he even says he's like it's all yours. He's like Atlantic City, the club, everything. Right. Um, and he's even willing to get down on his knees. Like mm-hmm. that's the most degrading insulting thing and he knows it's like i would say it's probably like a 90 percent chance that he was gonna die and he is still willing to do that because he he, honestly i think if he died at that point he doesn't care anyways because at least if he's dead he's done doing everything he doesn't have to live in fear anymore um but he doesn't want to see willie either die because of him or go down the same path that he he's had to go down yeah um and I also think so, that the uh, sorry man. I also think that um, the fact that he's willing to get his hands dirty by going after Maranzano as well—that's not something that mm-hmm. the, the right. normal Nucky would offer. Like he, you know, even right. even I was, was going to bring yeah, that up even next, a disadvantage. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah, sorry, even a disadvantaged Nucky from previous seasons would have some leverage, and Rothstein would right. say, "I want you to do this," and he said, "No," but like like right. you guys have both just said. 
Nucky now is at his most vulnerable. He is at his most... He doesn't want to do this anymore. I think that's the message we get right. strong and clearly. Or not that he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want other people anymore dying for him. So he's willing right. to do the dirtiest things and send his guys to kill Maranzano. Like, he's just willing to yeah. get anything done in order to make sure Willie's safe. Right. And that death... Can we talk about that death really quick? Because I remember watching it... Uh, I watched it last night... That death, uh, okay, a couple things on it. One is how horrible is it you're getting stabbed to death multiple times. Not yeah. only that, after he's stabbed and then he's lying there, then Eli pulls out a gun and shoots him. You could have shot him from the beginning. Instead, yeah. you're stabbing him. <laughs> like, I don't know. I was just like, as I was watching, I was like, man, this is a really fucked up way to go. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> it's linked to the start of the episode as well, isn't it? When all these gangland massacres, massacres and they're just showing all the pictures of all these bloody messes right, everywhere right yeah it's yeah. a horrible way to go yeah it's just gotten brutal at this point <laughs> yeah so i just I, I yeah um i did like how they go in though when that's because when they're first going in they even say they're what with the uh the treasury or the the prohibition well yeah it's part of the treasury the treasury department mm -hmm. so you think it's actually an arrest because at that yeah. time they're also doing the montage with yes. um i was just gonna say the that. undercover yeah they throw you off that's don't getting they? the warrant you yeah. think you think they're off right. to capone to right. give the subpoena or something but they're actually <laughs> you see so literally isn't it you think they're the fbi going into capone's office and then you're like hold on why are we, why is right. manzano there whoa whoa shit why is he being stabbed <laughs> like, <laughs> right <laughs> and you don't even know who it is at first until the very end when i walked yeah. out and you realize it was eli that was willing to do it right because i mean that's been eli's whole role this entire series is he's kind yeah. of nucky's hitman yeah more or less um and then that at least gives Willie a way out, uh, or gives gives yes. him free. Gives him free. Now, the what's going on with Willie at the attorney general's office is a whole. Uh, are the uh, is it the attorney general? Is that what he or the um, district? Yes, he's a is he a clerk? Isn't he or something for a? Yeah, he's he's a clerk for the DA, I believe. Yes, I think that's right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Okay, and they are. Uh, Everybody's been freaking out, wondering where he's at because of the murder of um, Salvatore. So is it, is it right. Salvatore, right? It, it, that's his first. I can't Salvatore remember. Salvatore I believe so. Yeah. Salvatore, Mar yeah, Maranzano. So, um, and they are. He gets back right whenever they find out that he's been murdered, and the lady like even sees like he's got blood and stuff on him. So I'm kind right. of like, where is this going to go now? Um, yeah. And I get here, here I come again. To, uh, <laughs> be the Debbie Downer here, but why? Why are we like this? Feels like a new storyline in the last two episodes. Uh, I don't know, man. I didn't even think about it that way. That's actually kind of a good point. Why? Why start that? You could you could use that time on literally anything else. <laughs> I don't. I'm not really interested at all at what's happening to Willie in his in his job. At this moment, right. maybe, maybe next episode, like I, just like last time, next episode, I'm going to start like, hey, guys, I'd watch the next episode. <laughs> I <gotta> apologize. <laughs> well, but after the next I'm episode, hoping, you can't say that anymore, case, though. Maybe. You can't be like, well, maybe the next episode will get better. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Right. So who knows? But I, I, see I felt like mean. that was just a yeah. more fluff. I don't know. I think that when um, 
yeah, I think what they're trying to do essentially is they're trying to they're trying to make this the Thompson show, aren't they? Which it essentially <laughs> right, is, and it right. has been from the start. And I think, like we've all just addressed a few minutes ago, it's just showing the direct result of Nucky's actions on the people around him. And I right. agree with you, Chris. Like, I don't think it was a necessary part to have in, but I think what, what what I viewed that scene as and what I viewed it as why they put it in is because he Willie goes Willie joins the district's attorney's office as a clerk because he's fed up, isn't he? Because he's at the end of season four. What happens at season four? He that's why Eli goes to the police, doesn't he? Because the police are going to arrest Willie for poisoning his classmate, right? Right. Yeah. So I think all of the dirtiness, all of the hiding that Willie had to do at the end of season four, I think he thought, fuck this, why am I doing this? Why, why am I letting my family dictate what I'm going to do with my life in the sense of I'm holed up here, I can't leave because someone's trying to arrest me. Right. So I think that might be why they're showing us that the route Willie has taken is to go on the other side of what the other Thompsons have done, which has been criminal organisations. To the uh, yeah, opposite. Literally. And, and yeah, literally. And I do wonder if that's why. Again, I agree with you. I don't think it's necessary to have it. You know, we, we, we're one... Well, at this point, we're an hour and a... We're one and a half episodes away from ending the whole series. I don't want to see Willie right. turning mm-hmm. up at his job, sorting papers yeah. out and talking to his colleague. And I, you know, but I, I get it. I can yeah, see that's, why that's they've put saying, it in, but you know. I agree with you, man. Right. <laughs> Right, because uh, I mean, uh, I was trying to think maybe. I guess it's mostly just a yeah, like you said, just kind of show the full impact, how it's gonna affect everything at the yeah. end. Yeah, get more of a get more of his backline background just to really drive the point home. Well, and wasn't Willie the whole thing with Willie going to law school was originally was supposed to be Jimmy going to law school. And then he didn't because he went into the draft. Right. And then it was that right. other alt alterman that randomly yeah. isn't in the show anymore. He ended yeah, up going. Right? I thought he was going to be back <sighs> yeah. at least another time. <laughs> he ended up going to it. I, it was like the random alterman. He was in it for like three episodes. It was like Jimmy's like arch nemesis because Nucky right. gave him a position over Jimmy because he ended up oh, going yes. to law school. Yeah, yeah. And then that guy sides with they they betray Jimmy in season two, but then he they, they don't as far as I remember they don't kill him. That's or anything no. like that. He just all of a sudden disappeared. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um so then it was supposed to be Jimmy going to law school. He didn't and then it was Willie was going to go to law school. Mm-hmm. And I think that the whole idea behind it, if I'm not mistaken, is they wanted to get somebody into law school to get to be an attorney and get on the inside to help them. But right. Willie doesn't want to do that. He was like, no, I'm done. Like the, he I think once he saw with that, how bad it was with the classmate dying and him having to lie and go along with it, he didn't want to be a part of it anymore. Yeah. Right. I also wonder if. um if they are trying to run a again i don't know why you'd be doing this one you know in the final season but i do wonder if they're trying to run a parallel narrative of willie and jimmy so is willie yeah these are these funny names willie and jimmy when you say them in the same sentence yeah. over and over <laughs> it sounds a bit weird so is willie the jimmy that we never got to see because jimmy went down road b 
the criminal road. Right. Is Willie mm-hmm. the I Jimmy gotcha. that could have been Jimmy A if he'd have done taken the A road? Right. Um, again, I gotcha. Over two seasons, that maybe that. Sense. Yeah, yeah. That over makes two sense seasons, that, over a full context. boardwalk season, maybe that. Maybe that's explained and showed a little better. I but gotcha. Just like we've said, the whole of this episode and as apparently you guys have been saying for this whole season, it's just too short. Things are just condensed. So, yeah, right. I, I do. I, I right. did. I think like the first time I watched it, I did notice that. I did think that there was a little Jimmy parallel there. And especially Nucky feeling fatherly towards Jimmy. He's trying to mm-hmm. take on that role for Willie, isn't he? When he's trying to help out, keep, keep right. Willie from prison. Um, so, yeah, I, I, that's a little parallel that I did notice and think of I got back you. in season four, I think. Yeah. Well, and that's what I, I I've I've taken from it. I think that that's what they were going for. I got that from the the first time I watched it. I just I agree with you. It's it. They just they didn't do it very well because they did this whole skipping of ten years, and I think that's what's ultimately led to the downside to this season is we lost ten years worth of story, and we me and uh, Chris talked about that on the first episode. You got to think about it. Ten years is a yeah, long time. I can't tell you right. how upset I was when I watched. Do you know what? It might not have been the first episode, but whenever Lansky and Nucky meet in Cuba, Lansky out of nowhere says, "Yeah, well, when we were, when we lost Arnold a few years ago, I was yeah. like, what, what do you mean? No, like, no, Rothstein's oh. gone. Like, I never get to see him yeah. again. Come on, no, like, no, I no. really Th- wanted. I this was is- like, doesn't even say Arnold. He doesn't even say Arnold. This is my biggest. <laughs> that has been my biggest complaint. He he says, "Oh, it was the last time they saw each other." He says, "Oh, it was at Ar's funeral." They don't even say Arnold. Yeah. They just say Ar. A-R. Yeah, and they never mention it again. No, and that you can't even give one of the best characters on this show. You can't even say his name. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I I think I've complained yeah, about this on five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it will be. It will be. I will complain about it next episode somehow. I will make sure. I, I will make sure I do that. It's fair enough. He listen. Um, he was a huge character, Rothstein, wasn't he? He was massive, and I think yeah. although he wasn't, I don't think you'd class him as a main character. The main characters are Nucky, Jimmy, Jillian, maybe Eli, maybe. But Rothstein, I don't think he falls into the main characters category. No, He's so essential right, no. to everything in series one to four, even just as a background yeah. character. He was there when Nucky needed to get Jit Brazetti off his back. He was there. I can't yeah. remember what he did in season two. They they paired up, didn't they, or something? But he's so important, and just to don't, don't even name drop him. Just his Brush initials. It's like, oh man. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh. Like said, they've given more. They've given more minor characters better send offs than they gave him. <laughs> yeah. That and that's what makes oh, me God. mad. It's so you true. gave a Sally. It, Sally Wheats, you gave a better send off, <laughs> and <laughs> and they d- did that character wrong even. So, uh, okay. Did she get shot um, <laughs> on the roadside in Cuba? Do what? She got shot on the side of the road in Cuba, didn't right. she? Is right. That right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. So, with the assassination, with Willie now being out, it's all kind mm-hmm. of at an end because Nucky's already said he'll give up everything. So now the question is, is because we have one more episode and I don't even remember how long the episode is. I don't remember if it's an hour and a half. I want to say it's longer than an hour. You're yeah, shaking your head. Is it not, only an hour? It, no, it's not a crazily long one. It's, it's to, as far as I remember, it's a normal one. Uh, maybe an hour, maybe an hour and five. Let's just do a quick check. But um, Man. yeah, no, I don't. It's not. That's gonna make me it mad. Didn't seem like a game <laughs> of Thrones. Listen, I, I could be yet. wrong. I just don't remember it being a crazy. So we, long but one. we have one more episode left, 
And so mm-hmm. now the question is, is, is Nucky going to live up to his, his agreement or is he going to still fight with Lucky? Because we know for the fact that Lucky isn't going to die. Because yeah, I mean, sorry, if, guys, well, it's spoil- one hour long. Exactly. Okay. So I'm um, spoiler alert. If you don't know history and how Lucky dies, he doesn't die in this. I mean, it's not that hard to look up because you can look up Nucky. You can look them up in Wikipedia and stuff like that, right? right. Um, so, and we know what happens with um, uh, Lansky as well. So, are they going to go to war? Are they not going to go to war? Like, Chris, what do you think is now going to be happening? Um, I think mm, I think Nucky's going to do everything he can to get out. He's done. He's he's tired, ready to retire. Um. So, uh, yeah, I guess he's going to drop off. I mean, maybe um, somebody takes up the mantle. There's plenty of characters that they've been trying to build up to, to do that. Um, I don't know if it'll happen, but uh, maybe, you know, this is the end for, for his empire. And uh, it all goes to uh, Lucky at this point. Because, I mean, Lucky is the driving is a pretty huge driving force historically right? Um, in this whole situation. So... You know, obviously, him and uh, Capone are going to be going at it because we we know that happens. <laughs> so, well, and he said something when they when him and uh, Lansky were meeting with Gran Torino, um, that he was going to give it to Pink, which is the other guy that Willie when the, when Willie was kidnapped, it was Lansky, Lucky, and then their like the other I can't think of his name. They kept calling him Pink. That's all I remember. Yeah. Right. Um and I want to say Lucky says to Gratrito, we'll give it to Pink to run um because it's a shithole. Because none right. of them like yeah. Atlantic City. Yeah. You said yeah. someone's mm-hmm. gonna run that shithole. <laughs> give it to that Pinky. Is, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so cause none of them like it. So I mean, it's obviously in the works for them to run it, but it's what is like We'll see what happens. I mean, because obviously, like right. Atlantic City, it to, even to this day, it's still a huge business, like type of like operation right. and stuff like right. that with casinos and everything like that. I mean, I'm not saying Ill- illegal things happen in Atlantic City. I'm pretty sure they do, but um, <laughs> yeah. So, and well, now with Capone, though, do you think that he's going to be fighting with Lucky, or do you see Capone? Now, if this is the downfall of him since the warrant has now been issued. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he's he's going to be uh, he's going to be taken down here pretty soon. I mean, obviously, it has to be next episode. Right. So I guess that there won't be too much fighting um, to be had. But uh, yeah, he's he's going to get pinched here eventually. Okay. So um, random side note um, while we're talking on this. Um, and I'm sorry to cut people off on it. There is a movie coming out that I just watched a trailer yeah. for. Um, I actually posted it on the uh, the uh, on the bootlegging Twitter. Um, a movie coming out. I think it's called Capone, if I remember right. Tom yeah. Hardy mm-hmm. plays Al Capone in the final years of his life, and yeah. it looks. Have y'all seen the trailer for that? It looks amazing. Does it look good? I saw I saw oh, the pictures to of Tom Hardy I, I as saw Capone, it posted and I didn't I didn't actually click on it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I would. I it looks really because if if you know really? anything about Capone, he dies horribly. Like in real life, mm-hmm. like he um because of syphilis, his brain yeah. just is rotted from the infection and disease. Really? And wow. when Capone dies, I want to say they said he had the intelligence level of like a seven year old. Like 
he wow. he would like sit there and go, like he had like he he in real life Capone goes to Miami after he's released from prison he goes to Miami I think it's Miami if I remember right he has a house there he lives there and he like has like a pool and like his bodyguards would say that he would just go to his pool with a fishing pool and like sit there and fish in his swimming pool because he thought he could catch fish um he would just wander around and get lost like the dude died like it was a horrible death um and the premise behind the show is if he lost all this money with everything that happened how is it that he could have this mansion in miami and so the FBI is like, no, he still has things, and they are like wow. monitoring him, and like all this is like true stuff that really happened. So right. uh, it's really interesting because it's basically the FBI trying to figure out if Capone's really actually insane, like he's pretending or he's like showing, or <laughs> oh, he really okay. wasn't. Because yeah, you know, because I mean, syphilis really did kill people like horrible ways, right. you know. So um, yeah, sorry, little side note on that. It looks it looks really good. I recommend photos. it. They look amazing. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be. I think it's going to be Hardy's like, already um, an amazing actor. Uh, right, I, I don't mean this in the literal sense, but do you think it's going to be a bit like the movie Joker that came out this year? Not in the we're watching a man go crazy and do what he mm. does, but uh, a study, a, a biography of a. Is this what you think? Like, is, is this how it looks? I it's think it's kind of. I think it's kind of along those lines. Like, it definitely from the what watching the trailer. I think it's definitely trying to show the actual. Uh, like as best as they can, a representation of a like of a disease of a mental disease. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I kind of dementia as well. Apparently, later in life, yeah, he had all, all he, he had all kinds. I mean, from drug use and uh, Capone was nuts. Like the, when he was dying, like the last year. I mean, even when he was at um, Alcatraz, I want to say they said that a lot of people wouldn't mess with him just because not if he was Al Capone, but because he was just. Th- really thrown off and stuff like that because of disease. I want to say he just like sat in his cell playing a banjo or something like that. It was yeah. Um, anyways, huh. um, <clears throat> so we're I, I obviously we're gonna see the Capone storyline coming to an end. Um, right. we're, I'm curious to see where Lucky's gonna go because right, right. The last we see of him is him and Meyer are celebrating and Gran Torino's kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of got a little bit of an ominous feel to it of is is obviously everything as peachy as they're making it out to be, or right. is there still going to be one final struggle from either either Nucky or um Capone, I mean whoever it may be. Um I don't know if yeah. you saw like that in it, Chris, or if that was just me getting that. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we've said it a couple of times now that this is this is all lead up to what's going to happen in this next episode. I mean, there's there's obviously something big. It's the last episode of the series, and we have a we have this main question unanswered. Like we gotta we gotta figure out what's going to happen. Well, Narcissus yeah. is still floating about, isn't he? I do. He right. wasn't in this episode, right? He. Uh, no, he wasn't. Um, and so I don't know how he's going to play in, if he's going to play in. Um, they did kind of... They gave us a kind of ending to that storyline because, I mean, we were we were intrigued by that storyline because of Chalky. Mm-hmm. So we got an end to Chalky. Um, I don't feel the need to see what Narcisse is doing now. <laughs> he might pop in yeah. again. I was gonna say. So, do, so do you think he but... gets off? Like, he, he nothing. Do you think that anything happens to him, or do you think that it's just we're, we, we won't see Narcisse? him again? Yeah. 
No, I I I could fully see them not bringing him up again. Okay. I mean, you know, they've done that. They did it with Rothstein, right? <laughs> don't don't <laughs> remind me. Don't remind me. A couple me. of different characters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I would not put it past them to drop that just because. Like, all right, we got an end. Let's end everything else. <laughs> that's kind of in the theme of what's going on with the show right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I hate being that way, but that's another prime example. We lost Agent Michael Shannon, not brought up again. We've lost Chalky, not once. This is Nucky's oldest ally. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. once sit there and say out of something. Hey, maybe Chalky can help us out. Can we get Chalky? Yeah. You know, like yeah. not once does yeah. he say anything. Or and then I can't believe Chalky's gone. Yeah, then give Nucky a moment to reflect or show right. some reaction <laughs> to the fact that, like you said, his oldest ally has been killed. But no, nothing. Oh Listen, we, I think we've said it three times already. It's just it's just reminiscent of the Game of Thrones ending. Just kill people off, yep. give them a big ending. So, And I have to say, I, I don't know how you guys felt about it. And I know, obviously, this isn't the episode we're discussing. But the last one, before I before I called you guys, I um, I watched Chalky's death. And I felt that was a really well done, like very, very emotional, mm-hmm. very yeah. a good way to type... Well, I think there's other there's other ways it could have gone, but uh, an appropriately good way to end Chalky, and just the five yes. guys as Narcisse walks off, and then the guys and they all pull their guns out, and he straightens his jacket and closes his eyes. I thought that was really good, and again, just not to mention him after that. Uh, I don't actually remember if he is right. mentioned in the next episode, but for for like you said, Colin, no, for, for Nucky that not was, to just that was it. yeah, exactly like no, yeah. <laughs> Give us something like <laughs> tie us. Give give us and some we, emotion we for Nucky. It was something similar about both Chalky and Agent Michael Shannon, um, in that same regard. That you know their death was appropriate. It needed to happen. Yeah. It was done well enough for the character. We just weren't ready for that yet because right. I feel like there was it was just stuck in there. My- so they did what they could with the time that they had, and that's if we that's the kind of point we made on that last episode. Yeah. Well, the best way I can put it is and I and, and uh, I I believe I said it last episode is with those characters with their deaths is it, I as a person that watched the show live, watched it all the, the way through. And then me and Chris are doing a podcast on it. And I'm like going through stuff at the first season of the podcast, kind of like making an outline of the whole show again. And I'm researching like the different characters, like kind of remembering what happened. So I'd have a general idea about what's going on. I messaged Victor and I (laughs) sent him a message at the very beginning of the whole podcast. Hey, I didn't realize Michael Shannon's character died as somebody that watched it live. (laughs) And I watched it all the way through. I didn't realize Michael Shannon's character died. And that's to me is kind of like, that's how I'm kind of ranking this is if I didn't remember that. And I know my memory is not the best, but if I didn't remember that, then that means that it, the death was appropriate. The death was a good death for the character, but they forced it so fast. You don't yeah. even remember it. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's never brought up again. I remember everybody else's, but I didn't, whatever reason, Michael Shannon's, I didn't remember and Chalky's, I didn't remember. And the reasoning is, is it's just all of a sudden forced out. And yeah. that's what I did. I just, I tell you, I remember, I remember Mickey Doyle's death. <laughs> I remembered his death. 
But I could not remember these two main major characters. I like do, that's what kills me. Yeah, I, I did. I did remember. Um, <laughs> well, that's what kills Michael me. Michael Shannon's. Yeah, good one. <laughs> no pun <Sorry>. intended. <laughs> I did a joke and I didn't realize it, and it made me laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, uh, that's I um I did remember Shannon's death because it was so abrupt, like you said. Well, abrupt right. as in it came out of nowhere, but. I remember watching it and got, and I think I probably sat back in my chair and went, "Whoa!" When when he just attacked Capone, yeah. I went, "Whoa, hold on, what's yeah. happening?" And I was like, "Holy shit! Like this is this is crazy. This is a side of Shannon." Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say actually, it's a side of Shannon we never saw before, but we did, didn't we? We saw yeah. it back yeah. in Nelson Van Olden days when mm-hmm. um, when he let loose as a police officer. Um, yeah. Especially right. I remember drowning his uh, his colleague in the river. That's yeah. why I felt yeah. I felt that we had a moment. I felt that we had that Nelson Van Alden back, but he's been held back so much because your boss is Al Capone. Like you can't just let rip and do things without consequences when Al Capone is your boss. So I feel that this was well, so after Van Alden he was on the run, wasn't he? He was Mueller for a bit and then he met that Swedish woman. Mm-hmm. So I reckon this was thirteen years of Van Alden's Pent up anger that he finally right. got and to that's let exactly loose what it was. on Capone, <laughs> <laughs> which ultimately, and to give some credit, um, Michael Shannon is the the reason that they bring down Capone. It is because right. think about it because they Michael hand Sh- the, the ledgers off after the ledgers off to the yeah. guy that killed him to the um, right. the agent. Had he not done that, then they wouldn't have gotten it. So I mean, to right. give some credit. His ultimate sacrifice is what brings down Capone, which yeah. is kind of which is kind of an interesting way to look at it. So, I give it a credit on that. But I mean, it's something like I said is just I think it just it was so abrupt and it just happened so quick and it was almost forced on. Yeah, that that's why it wasn't a memorable thing to me, to me at least. And mm-hmm. the same with with Chalky, you know, it's it's just all of a sudden out of nowhere it happens. We weren't expecting it, I guess. So. Um, but then that, like I said, it has to go somewhere. We have an hour left of, of the show. It has right. to wrap up. So we have to see what's going on. You know, right. is, does what's, what we have to find out what happens with Eli because he's back in Atlantic city. So now is he going to get cast away again or is Nucky going to let him come back? You know, like there's, right. there's these storylines that I'm, I'm like, we have to find out what's going to go, what's going to happen. <sighs> Um, so with everything that's we've talked about so far, Chris, is there anything else that you want to bring up? Um, no, no, not from, not from this episode. I'm excited to see what, what comes, what comes next. Uh, Lazarus, anything else that you can, um, I'm just thinking of all the little bits and bobs. No, um. Bring such a, an elegance to the show. The <laughs> you the say that every time it's my accent, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's I tell you I, I I tell you what I enjoyed is seeing or because what what I've really enjoyed about this about me doing these podcasts with you is I think I've done three or four and I've done them at decent intervals. I think I did one in season two with mm-hmm. you, one in season yeah. four, and one now. Yeah. And it what I've achieved and gained from that is watching is not watching the characters develop slowly but seeing them in their stages and so right. last time i saw lucky he 
he was arrested because he didn't listen to AR and he went ahead with the heroin deal. And now I'm seeing oh. him, he's running his own gang. Like, I'm seeing right. the big jumps. And yeah. It's not, oh, I don't know, it's not necessarily a spoiler. Colton, it's up to you if I can say it or not. It happens in the next episode. It's not a major spoiler because we know it's part of history. Can I say it? Uh, go ahead, go ahead. We're, well, we're, we're already he, here. So. Well, only that he organized, he begins the five families. Mm-hmm. And so just to right. think, so that, that, yeah. So you see the inception of the five families at some point in the next episode. And it's just that to see how far he's come from the little angry boy he was to essentially being one right. of the most important figures in organized crime and mafia history. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a big part of that goes to the actor as well. Cause I think he's done a fantastic job of portraying oh, yeah. Luciano. Um, but no, and actually the same I've just said applies to Lansky as well. The fact that their character arcs have been fantastic. It's taken them from the very bottom, you know, when, excuse me, when, um, Lansky was on his knees begging uh, Nucky not to be killed, and well, it, it happens, doesn't it? They they switch it around, and Lans- when it. when Nucky's yeah, on his right. knees, Lansky <laughs> says, "How does it feel now?" Or yeah, did, no. did you like it, or something, something yeah. like that? Um, yeah. So yeah, just no, I just I just thought I'd comment on that because it's really a great a great um, achievement of a series to make you see how far a character has come in fifty hours or so. Um, so yeah yeah, no just the people like you know Luciano and Lansky seeing where they are now brilliantly acted brilliantly written and I think yeah just a a really great place to end up in season 5 despite the shortcomings that we've all made very clear I think the heart of the show is still good yeah yeah no I agree I agree fully like like I said, the 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 main story, everything. I'm not going to complain about that. Um, it's just the little things and how it's ending. That's where my biggest complaint is. Yeah. Um. So th- the final question. We've done this now every episode. Chris, if you're a betting man, after this is now over with, is Nucky alive or dead? Yeah, he's alive. <laughs> okay. So I, I you- don't. I don't see him dying. I think last episode you were like at like a fifty one forty nine or something like that. Now <laughs> yeah. you're is it going more towards I think he's yeah, he's just gonna be alive. Okay. I think. Okay. So he's not doing a whole lot, but you know. He's not doing a whole lot. He's just <laughs> sipping on mojitos and <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> like broke as shit. <laughs> All right. So um with that being said, that is the end of the penultimate. Um, we have one episode left. There will definitely be probably a little bit of a break. We've been, I mean, we've, right. I think it's, it's been a couple of uh, weeks before episodes. I know I'm kind of getting these out slowly. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, it's just everything that's going on. It's a lot harder to get them out. Right. Um, but the last episode, 100% me and Chris have to record that in person. Yes. So um, we will definitely make sure we have some social distancing while we're drinking together. So <laughs> You should watch um, it together. Take care of it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but we will have a little bit of a break um, until we can get that done. Lazarus, again, I cannot thank you enough for coming on for this uh, it's penultimate episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and go, give a shout out to your band. And I know that y'all aren't touring right now, and I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, but give a shout out. No, it's all good, man. Listen, thank you very much for having me. Like I just said, 
this has been really really fun coming on every couple you know once a season or you know a little less than that but been really great to come and I love the show as I've said to you many a times and to come and see it at the various stages and watching you guys um, go through it so congratulations to you guys as well because you've got one more and then you've done the whole show like that's pretty amazing like so well done Um, for my band yeah we're on on tour at the moment you know I was actually meant to be gigging today I think um, up in Liverpool or something but um, (laughs) actually I just thought I'd give a shout out because I just read on this IMDB page Capone and the dementia thing um, Jack's released a single so I play bass for the Jack J Hutchinson band um, and Jack has just released a single which he wrote about his father called I Will Follow You. His father is suffering from uh, dementia and all proceeds oh. from the single go to the Alzheimer's Society uh, charity in the UK. Very so cool. that's Very my little cool. shout out. If you, yeah, I think the single's maybe a fiver. It's a beautifully written song. Um, I'm playing bass on it and all the proceeds go to Alzheimer's Society. So it's a good cause and a great song. So um, uh, once again, guys, thank you very much That's for having cool. me on. It's been absolute pleasure. Well, hopefully y'all come to Houston one time. And oh we man, can go watch I'm definitely you. gonna do it. We need to chat about. You need to set me up with some <laughs> rock and roll venues in uh, in America, and I'm gonna try and organize an American tour. But yeah, right. <laughs> brilliant. But what's no, the, again, the, thank you guys. That? It's been brilliant. What's that warehouse? Uh, warehouse. We'll get him into the warehouse live. Oh, or, yeah. What is that? Oh, what's that one? It's, right. We are definitely going to be discussing this. Yeah. <laughs> get y'all into the Toyota Center. Sell that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I can't thank you enough for coming on. No, and thank, thank you, guys. Thank everybody for listening. Um, and we will be back for the final episode, which is El Dorado. So we will do a little bit of chin wagging then. Enjoy it, Chris. Enjoy it, man. As we go along. I've been in a cave for 40 days. Only a spark to light my way. I want to give out. I want to give in. This is our crime. This is our sin. But I still believe. I still believe